welcome to Meanwhile in the Falklands uh, from FITV. We've, I'm very sorry, first of all, listener, because we didn't do this on Friday because we were just, we had massive uh, wall-to-wall meetings in the afternoon, didn't we? Oh, but anyway, yeah. I'm here it with... It sounds very important, yeah, doesn't it? A bit <laughs> corporate. Yes. yes. So, um, Hannah's here. Hello. And Ollie's here. Hello. So, coming up on this podcast, yes, I'm going to do some teasers. We talk to a legendary gardener. Well, we didn't. We're going to tell you about our conversation we had with the legendary gardener. Um, there's some sporting news. That's especially for you, Stephen. I hope you're still listening to us and you're out there. Um, we're going to talk about Ollie's, mass- Ollie's massive marrow. Yeah. That's already got some giggles already. Yeah, well, you can all giggle about that. Um, and what other things that happened last week. But anyway, we were in Brighton early this morning, quarter past seven, because we are a proper news Bleary-eyed. Mm. Proper news That's news why we're, we're all in our casual hoodies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what we need to do is if, um, if Penguin News or Falklands Radio are listening to this, we need to sort of say, well, we were here at quarter past seven this morning uh, talking about news. So that's all got the... I got the wind up then thinking that they've missed out on something important that happened at quarter past seven this morning. It's a very Nothing rare time of... Quarter past seven this morning. <laughs> it's a very rare time of day for me, that, at seven, so... Uh, um, anyway, Catherine, just in case Catherine's parents are listening, Catherine has gone up um, to MPA to interview the um, commander of the British forces with another legend, uh, Richard Cockwell. Oh, Top yeah. legend. Top legend, Top uh, Richard Cockwell, OBE. How so, do I go about getting one? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. I've just invited the governor and his wife to the Pride event that's happening at the end of March. Um, and hoping for your own Damehood. I'm aiming for a Damehood. Uh, so I've got everybody. I take them all backstage, all the performers, and I go, you do not look at him. You don't talk to him. You don't touch him. You don't even acknowledge that he's in the room because he's just sitting at the back table. What's it, Dame Edna? I will be, is it? Yeah, 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 me, Dame Paula. <laughs> Dame Paula, I like it. Good ring. Um, anyway, I wasn't here most of last week because I was over in Darwin and um, there was the most amazing, amazing weather. Mm. Um, one of the evenings, we were just walking back from the corral and um, Hazel said, oh, look behind you. And there's this, honestly, it looked like the end of the world. It was because the sun was mm. just setting. It was sort of that orangey reddish orangey glow but there was also a massive rainstorm coming so it was like brown and black I, honestly it was the end of the world i was like that woman on twister going get inside everyone's inside <laughs> because it was it was serious serious weather and then this absolutely gorgeous rainbow against an orange background it was phenomenal sorry speaking of, speaking of gorgeous I don't know how appropriate this is but I had a phone call from my mum last week and it made me laugh and mum if you're listening I'm going to mention this going oh honey you must watch this new Italian uh, drama series there's a terribly handsome young Italian actor that you must <laughs> must see da-da-da. and I was like okay mum what on earth and she was trying to get his name right his name's something like Giulio Gallimbert, da, 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 oh, da, da. Yes. but it's based in this place called Puglio in Italy. And we normally go on holiday to Lake Como most okay. years, but obviously with COVID and stuff, we haven't. And she was like, "Oh, Hannah, I found the man of your dreams. You must, you must Google him. You must get him up." <laughs> so, if anyone knows who I'm talking about, I'll find a picture actually and put it on the YouTuber. Uh, yeah, one that's, podcast, yeah. One that's obviously copyright free. free. But this man is terribly yeah. handsome. There we go, gorgeous. Oh, okay. That's about your gorgeous marrow. <laughs> <laughs> that, seems, that seems appropriate for all the smuttiness in the room. Let's move on to your marrow, Ollie. That's a very good link. That's probably the best link I've ever seen. 
Um, yeah, so it was the Horticultural Show, which was great, big fan. Absolutely. And I absolutely loved it. Um, and so we were there, I was there more of a just observing the Horticultural Show while yes. the rest of the team were filming it. Um, and then the FITV team left, leaving me with an auction. <laughs> now, as you know, I do like a good old bargain. Um, and yeah, I ended up spending £41, quite a lot, sorry Dad, um, on this auction and ended up buying a massive hamper of vegetables and yellow aubergines, I think it's a yellow aubergine, mm-hmm. some grapes that have seeds can in I, them. Can I put a disclaimer in? Ollie doesn't know how to cook. <laughs> he just eats brown food normally, <laughs> so I don't really understand what on earth you're going to eat. Vlog them, sell them for more money. There we go. <laughs> well, no, no, but I mean, I mean, I do know how to cook, but I don't know how to... All this weird and wonderful vegetables, that was a bit out of my mind. Marrow league. is weird and wonderful. Well, yeah, but this is the thing, this marrow, I looked at it, it was, I it's need huge. to take a picture, it's huge. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I going to do with this? No, so Ollie put this on the group uh, production meeting oh, chat last night, uh, on the FITV production meeting uh, Facebook, uh, messengers group, uh, saying what to, what to do. And I remember my dad uh, making, it was with a spaghetti, he used to grow spaghetti marrows, um, and he used to do that with some mints in the middle and bake it, and it's absolutely delicious. But, but so. the, the, the thing was as well, I thought I was just buying a handful of grapes and some, like, potatoes. I'm fine with that. For 41 quid? Well, no, but I had two boxes because oh, right. I was really getting involved with the auction. Okay. Um, so I got two boxes, and I didn't realise there was a marrow inside, so as soon as I picked up the box, I was like, oh, this is quite heavy. And then I looked inside, I was like, oh, God, well, what have I got here? I've got a huge marrow. <laughs> Uh, so I need to start out that. So if you've got any advice, listener, stuffed marrow is yeah. always good. On I how to cook it, yeah. stuffed with mince meat and yeah. cheeses. I think that's the way to go. All sorts. <laughs> so um, it was the horticultural show uh, last night, uh, yesterday. So if you're listening in the northern hemisphere, you'll be going, "What?" Um, of course, it's coming to the end of our summer now, going into autumn, so harvest time. Um, so all the berries were there. Car- not as many vegetables and fruits. Although there was normally massive broccoli. Did you see the big yeah. broccoli and the big cauliflower? I've never seen one so big. Yeah. So um, those gardeners out in the Northern Hemisphere, we don't really have carrot fly here or any of the kind of pests that you're normally like the white cabbage butterfly yeah, thing. Yeah, aphids and stuff. Or not, yeah, you, know. you do. But yeah. I mean, I tried to grow um, cauliflowers and cabbages, any kind of brassicas um, a few years ago. in the U- Sorry, when I was in the UK, so it was over 10 years ago. Um <laughs> And they just they just get demolished, absolutely demolished by the. You had some great tomatoes though earlier on last year. Yeah, I, the I tomato plants were good. We haven't really got a polytunnel or anything mm. outside. They've got to be in the conservatory, mm. and they're just like a jungle when people are getting in. You know, they open the door. And you can use FITV's one. Well, FITV's got a polytunnel. Yeah, use, okay. use that for See, I think that you can taste the difference between veg that's been grown in a polytunnel. And veg that's been grown outside. Ooh, me, and, me, me and lovely Clara Mackay were having that debate that you can taste the difference because obviously when it's outside, I think it, it absorbs more of the. I, so I reckon we should do a piece with like uh, two boxes blindfolded and just eat one. Yeah, yeah, which one? Which one do you reckon? So um, Hannah just mentioned Clara Mackay there. She is an absolute, absolute legend. That woman. She's ninety-seven years old. Eight. No, she's 97 because she told me. So unless she's messed up, maybe. Ooh. <laughs> no, she told me in her, in, when I was chatting to her, was the police turned up and I said, are you going to arrest her for not putting any cherries in the horticultural um, <laughs> show this year? Because apparently she was saying all her cherries were far too early this year. Mm. So she couldn't put those in. But she did put, I saw she'd put raspberries in. She had some jams as well. Okay. A load of jams and 
she did the chimney eggs? No, jams and so little pot plants yeah. and things. She put loads of stuff in it. And I think she's saying she's done over 20 categories or yeah. something. Do you know, mad. She's a, she's a legend. Have you ever had the... I've got this jar, random jar in the corner of this box, and it's diddle dee jelly. Oh, yes. Yeah, I've yeah. never had it before. Uh, I so like... I bought my mum some T20 jam when I first got here, and she absolutely hated it. Oh, right, okay. Sorry, mum, I'm throwing you <laughs> under the bus here. But it's it was very, like... sour. Yeah, sour. Taste. And she was like, what on earth is that? And had a bit, and then just chopped it. Not a, not a fan of it. No, no. diddle dee is quite... I've never diddle told it. jam is quite sour. Tea brews, um, on the other yeah. hand. Well, I'll oh. come to that in a minute, but um, diddle dee... Um, I think I think you have it like you would have cranberry sauce and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, with meat and stuff. Somebody yeah. somebody will probably correct me on that, but I think that's that's where you have it more. I was going to make some toast and whack it on and see how we go. See what happens. See what happens. See what happens. I could bring it in the office. See, so yeah. and I got some pansies as well that I need to bring in here because they'll die straight. Exactly, they'll die straight away. Pansies are lovely. Forty-one pounds <laughs> a box of pansies. That's how it's made. Molly's dad. <laughs> so pansies. Here's an interesting thing. Pansies comes from the French penser to think. My favourite flower. Did you see the most amazing cake though? The pansy cake. Yes. Was it? It was pansy, wasn't it? Or was it oh, geranium? It, it looked like no, no, no. This it's woman that made this cake oh, yeah. that looked like exactly like a pot of pansies. Yeah. It'll be in the programme this week, uh, listening to it. So watch okay. out. Even the petals were sugar craft yeah. and stuff. Week pansy five, two, three. Have a look. She even had like. Um, saw it. She'd made glob- soil out of something. Probably. Yeah, globules of. Um, oh, raindroppy like, things. Was it glycerin? Yeah, yeah. Because they also had a cheeseburger cake. That was, oh, did you I see that? that. Yeah, I was trying yeah. to bid on that because just for the novelty of it. But yeah, I lost that there on that one. There were four. There were four watermelons that had been carved oh. absolutely beautifully. Don't get me wrong, absolutely gorgeous carving, and very talented people who did it. But I was standing next to a local who just took one look and went, "What a waste!" Because yeah. a we watermelon is about twenty quid. Mm. Ah. So yeah, but obviously they were from uh, the military base, weren't they? Because they have, because they have like yeah. watermelon. Endless supplies of watermelon. But, but did you also try the pumpkin way? Do you know where you have to guess? No. You in a box? No. I gave that a go. So I was on gardening.com, and apparently you can work out the estimated weight. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so you went it's, in the game, did you? Well, I tried it because I. Did you win? No, I lost <laughs> horrendously. That's the thing. Whereas the guy next to me, uh, Colin Summers, yeah. was like, "Yeah, you don't need any of that." He just picked it up and then made made his note on it, and he won it. So it's like, oh, wow. you don't really need... He obviously he knows Pumpkin a lot about it. Pumpkin soup for a long time yeah. there, Colin. Get it in the freezer. <laughs> Where were they? I was there trying to measure it, you yeah. know, put it up and all its circumference and all that, and it kind of messed up. But yeah, no, it was uh, Guardian.com. I would not recommend okay. them. <laughs> yeah, little plug there. Um, <laughs> I went tea break picking for the very first time I've been down here. I, went I can't believe picking. it's the first time you've been. I've never been tea berry picking before. Um, Hazel lovely. wanted to go tea berry picking. Um, we've been keeping an eye on social media. Two or three people have said they've been out tea berry picking. So we spoke to Tiff, mm. um, who gave us a tip on where to go. I'm not going to tell you where, listener, because it's closely guarded secrets. Um, and then we went out tea berry picking. What are you going to do with them? Uh, we're going to chuck them in some buns. Yeah, no, that's what we did. Tea berry. Or you can make tea berry cheesecake. Yeah, I think I'd, we'll, we'll go for the buns because mm. we can put them in the freezer. Yeah. Um, that's it. But anyway, we were out there picking because obviously you're the tallest thing out there when you because it's so flat. Shrubby. Um And then the first flash of lightning came and I went, so nope. Hazel, I'm getting out of here. See ya. <laughs> oh, no, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. There's no, 
let's get out of here because it's raining. We're going to get struck by lightning. Tea break again. And that's what's going to be the, the end of us. Yeah, yeah, headline in the Penguin News next week. Um, Your first ever time at, at tea break picking. Tea break picking and I'm struck by lightning. Yeah. Um, actually, we ought to have a look this morning to see if any there's been any fires started because obviously, listener, here in the Falklands, our soil is mostly peat, uh, which burns for quite some time and, and quite a lot of mm. campfires get started with well, yeah, with the rain that it is at the moment I would have thought it would all be well, hopefully hopefully although saying that on Sunday right there was the whole line of fire engines the blue flashing lights and everything along this road here along the bypass road what for? Uh, this, is the, this is the thing so I was like oh this is exciting so obviously I was following along you know mm. zooming down in my new car um, and I thought oh this might be quite you know it might be a fire down at Cape Pembroke or something yeah, they yeah. were doing Training yeah. at the at the little thing, so I sat there. I was like, I wasted so much time. We've been there. We've been there. Oh my we... god, what's happening? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, Tom, uh, do you remember Tom and you went out to film something and left Katie and me in the yeah. office? And then Tom rang me and said, "We've just seen a load of blue lights going mm. down towards um, uh, fire gas." Yeah. So uh, Katie and I got in the car and chased down there to see what it was. Bloody training exercise. Whoops, yeah. said a mustard word there. <laughs> have to beat that one out. Um, anyway, other exciting news from last week, because obviously watching the programme, is the fact that the swimming pool might be almost finished. So you went along to that, didn't you? Yes, uh, me, Catherine and Tom went along to that. I was quite excited. Um, now, obviously, when I've been here, it's never been opened. So. Oh, really? Not even swam in the Falklands yet? No, you I've... haven't full stop. You no, haven't done the midwinter swim, so wait. No, he I, hasn't no, I fell. No, I fell into the water. I fell into water once oh. at the Lady Elizabeth. That was that was the highlight of my swimming here. So you haven't okay. swum in over a year. True. Yeah, I need to get my armbands on. Sounds right. like Ollie's going to be the first one in the pool. So what did it? Look oh yeah, that'd be epic. What did it look like? In no, it was. I mean, obviously, there's no water in there because I expected to to dive in straight away. But no, it was interesting because we were putting down the the first tiles. Okay. Um, so that was absolutely amazing because now whenever I go to the swimming pool, I can look at the, I well, the tile and be like, I put that on. I'm going to say this. I actually spoke to, I won't say who I spoke to, but someone came in, a source told me that apparently they had to take all those tiles off and relay them. It was just a uh, trickery for the camera. Oh, oh no. my one they effort. Like, yeah, we had to relay them Sorry, all. Sorry, so, that, so that, that photo that appeared on our Facebook page, were you actually in the swimming pool? Yeah, yes, that was actually physically in there. Oh, okay. Um, so we had myself in the swimming pool, Tom floating around at the top, uh, getting all like the... Because they had all these slides, not the slides, the um, the ladders and things like that all in there, perfect polystyrene and ready to, to put in there. And then obviously Catherine How was into it. How did you get into well. the swimming pool? We had to kind of jump. Jump, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a diving board, and we went straight. No, um, there was like a step ladder, so we went on the step. Oh, okay. Ladder. But it was quite amazing, obviously, because you, Paul, you've done a really big piece on I it before. I've yeah. followed it through. Whereas obviously for myself, I've only just arrived. I mean, in terms of. I've only been here a year, so I don't mm. really know much about it. It's but... pool piece. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is one of Paula's, uh, the pool piece, yes. So, uh, interestingly enough, the foundation stone for the swimming pool was laid in something like 1933 or 1927 or something like that, and then it was opened by David Wilkie in 1993, or something along those lines. So, um, it's always been plagued by problems, I think, and it was shut down... Um, to have refurb done. It, there was a scathing public uh, accounts committee report into it um, because what had, what had happened is uh, an expert had come down from the UK and basically said, you can do this and it will take 
if you do this, you'll be good to go for 20 years. It'll take about six to eight weeks and you'll be sorted. And someone along the way went, nah, we're going to stick a GRP lining in it. Um, and then, then just problems, problems, problems. And they've now put tiles back on. Apparently yeah. there's similar problems uh, with the MPA, MPC. Yeah, they're having problems with those as well. Yeah, so we'll leave that there. But um, interestingly enough, when it's uh, Farmers Week, so all the farmers, so beginning of July, so it's all our winter, um, they have a massive week-long of events for farmers and mm. they all come into town and they have like biosecurity briefings and um, how to put out fires and stuff like that. And we sometimes have the the children from the camp education come visit us here in, in FITV studios. So when I saw them later on in the week, I sort of said, oh, you know, what's been your highlight of the week? Expecting them to say, visiting the TV studio, because isn't mm-hmm. that exciting? Absolutely. No, going swimming. Oh. Because they, they don't, don't get the chance to do it mm. out in camp. So um, there was a little girl who had just learned to swim and had swam for the first time without armbands. Oh. She was wow. so pleased. But the the the, well, the island games, for example, mm. the, we had a re- Falkland Islands had a really good swimming club, yeah. uh, and obviously they haven't had a chance to train at all. I don't know if they'll even go in for it. Well, I don't know what thing, will yeah. happen because they have, where are they going to practice? Short of going in the sea in a wetsuit, which mm. is just yeah. totally different. It, it's yeah. it's very difficult because what hap- the the it's usually youngsters who are in the swimming teams, mostly young people, mm. um, and they're in the swimming team, and then they go off to college, and it's very difficult for them to keep up with the swimming mm. training uh, when they're in the UK. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, that's, that's how it goes here. I mean, it, at, at, the moment, at the moment, we can stick with the jacuzzi. I've been swimming in the jacuzzi. That counts, doesn't it? So uh, we can stick with that. I quite like it. So totally count. Maybe we should uh, do an FITV swim team. You, well, you've appeared on swimming. Oh, God. You did a piece yeah. on we that, were, yeah. I got roped into that. <laughs> that is going in our no, F- on YouTube not. channel. That, that was, was good. That was peer pressure uh, piece. That was an awesome piece. Yeah. That was great. Uh, Thomas bad. was doing something. In, in I was like, Hannah, you're getting in the swimming pool now. I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. I like swimming, just not being film swimming. <laughs> From every angle. From like, every angle with the GoPro. Like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so not the only uh, sporting events on this week. What's happening with bowls, Ollie? Oh, it's the epic National Bowls Championship this for the second year, which is awesome. Um, I'm also entered in it, so I need to win. You bring the average age of that club down <laughs> significantly, don't you? <laughs> Are you yes, uh, yes, yeah. quite quite by a margin. <laughs> Although there are a few new people coming in, which is oh, okay. great. Uh, a bit older than me, but yes, yeah, still, still good. I don't know, I just enjoy it, but it is the national championships and we are getting really competitive. You've got like joggy bottoms with it on and everything. I've got the full kit. <laughs> yeah, so for the listener, we have like a full kit because the, uh, the chairman's really into looking good and, and looking professional when you walk Absolutely. up and play. Um, so yeah, we've got a full kit which cost a bomb, which was all right. Um, but yeah, at the moment we're, See, we're I halfway through. Old men on a lawn, you know, like lawn bowls with the white trousers <laughs> and the white yeah. polo. No, not even trousers, slacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. interesting actually because at the moment it is indoor bowls, and now we've got new mats. And the idea, the plan will be in the future is to have an outdoor lawn bowls. Oh, uh, is it too heavy? Actually, I guess they're quite heavy enough. They're quite heavy, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and for, uh, the idea of the plan is near go- near the golf club oh, or brilliant. near the um, racing course. And will they use real grass or will they go uh, Artificial grass, grass, yeah. Um, but I'm still trying to convince Hannah to go along and, uh, and give it a whirl. I'm sure. As soon as the lad bowls comes into a conversation, I'm, I've checked out already. <laughs> one day, one day. <laughs> uh, so this week, we've also, um, Catherine and I are in full rehearsal. Somebody's got rehearsal wrong. Um, yeah so we've got full rehearsals uh, for the pride uh, show i thought we might be the only pride going this week this year but apparently london have um oh. decided to plan theirs for september i think august or september how is how is it going can you give us a, a sort of an exclusive on the because obviously me and hannah don't i'm not uh, filming it but How's the rehearsal going? Any exclusive for the podcast? Um, no. Oh, right. <laughs> I, I might put a little bit of them doing some rehearsing. Uh, it's, it's what I like, and I like this of the May Ball, as you know, mm. Hannah, is when you go to rehearsals for the May Ball, and at the start, everyone's in trainers, and jeans and trainers and stuff, and then you get to a certain point where they have to put their nice heels, their nice heels yeah. on. So what you've got is you've got these... Um, three or four blokes who are pretty hefty blokes at the rehearsals in their jeans and t-shirts and then they come in and they stick their these little well not little these huge glittery sparkly heels on to do the to do the dancing in it's very funny what is the history of pride here in, no, I mean, gen- generally, oh, why did it start? How did the day start? I have do you know no all idea. The You'd have to Wikipedia that. Um, I can tell you, know you who here. Would know? Kyle would know. Kyle would know, yeah. Julie Clark, who ran Bittersweet um, with her partner, uh, she started some regular sort of pride events there, um, and then they just grew and grew. And of course, then Julie left and, and went to mm. Canada. So at that point, we we'd done a couple of we had done a couple of drag shows in Bittersweet. So and we were all part and parcel of Fioda, the drama group. So it was only like a little step to say, right, let's whack it all up to the town hall and mm. have a big massive proper stage yeah. show and that's that's what we've got and i think what's interesting is that people who come and you go oh there's going to be a drag show and you think cause this is such a small place you think it's some bloke in a you know in a charity shop dress and a cheap two pound wig and you know not willing to shave his beard off standing up and <laughs> lip singing to something it is so totally far from that yeah you know. A lot of time and effort and money goes into it. A lot yeah. of time. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's yeah. your final one, wouldn't it, to be organised? My final one here for a little while, yeah, certainly and, for four years. And it was sold out as well, which is sold in out two hours. Yeah. yeah, it's just over 48 hours. Which yeah. is great. I mean, but how does it how does it work? Because I, I don't think I, I didn't go to the last one last year. Um, we didn't did, have one last year. The last oh, it was the quiz, had, wasn't it? Yeah, last the last year. one we had was 2019. So it's been my first one as well to, yeah. to film. In. But I mean, what what can people expect going to, to this? Is it more of just a dance, is it? Or is there um, They can a expect buffet? to get wet because there will be... <laughs> so funny! There will be things sprayed into the audience. Right. Um, they can expect to be incredibly... It's incredibly rude and incredibly... If you're... Abhorred. Not used to that kind of thing. You're you're gonna you're gonna be insulted. Not insulted. What's the word? Taken aback. No. Say. What's it called? Right. I can't remember the word. But anyway, it's it's like that. Um, 
yeah, you you got to be. I'm gonna have to write. I think some some little notes saying disclaimer. Yeah, <laughs> just be just be aware. Mm. You know, although somebody who is in the show said, you know, you don't turn up to a drag show and expect it to be all no. sort of like kittens and ponies. And so it's over eighteen, so it's over yeah. eighteen yeah. only. So what do you expect? So yes, it is incredible. It's certainly not for little ears. <laughs> no, it should, it should be quite uh, exciting to watch yeah. and observe as well, and yeah, to and film, I guess. Was there not one last year? No, because we were away, and then COVID happened. It was the quiz, wasn't it? Yeah. So we did the quiz. Sorry, we did the quiz in we did the Christmas quiz in two thousand nineteen. You hadn't been there long. Yeah, that was that was yeah. Yeah, that was we did the Christmas drag extravaganza Christmas quiz. Um, and then we did plan a. Drag you know why show. I feel there was one last year because you did the cinema thing. I did the cinema. That was it, and I felt like it was. Yep, yeah, that makes sense. Well, so that's why we did that. Yeah. So we didn't have time to do it in because I didn't get back to here until July, did I? June or July, mm. and then it was just too late, and we hadn't ordered anything. And drag doc two. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But th- there is um, there was. There is a buffet on, isn't there, at the Malvina at the same time? Yeah, the Malvina House Hotel have organised it. They've sold out, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so there is a buffet going on just before. There's a lot of people who are wandering around who every so often ring up FITV and go, have you got any tickets left? No. They like sold out like that, Mm. so sorry. Even I tried to get a ticket for the uh, for promotional purposes. If yeah, you do a draw, no, but... we are we are have no tickets. So two hundred and twenty tickets have been sold. Wow! And um, that's your lot, basically. That's your lot. We get in on a freebie. We do get a freebie. Cause <laughs> you, have, uh, you have access to backstage as well. Ooh! Yeah. Exposes. Um, anyway, so that brings us uh, to the end of everything I've got written. Um, down here we're going to get ourselves another coffee I think yeah um, if you want to watch along you're looking at week five two three um, which will be out on Friday the 5th uh, last week was five two two but we didn't really talk a lot about last week did we not really yeah. Um, so yeah we will see you next week have a good one bye, See ya. bye.